showing up to the live calls, but I wasn't showing up for myself. I, I was showing up because one, I love you. And so I was like, oh, I want to talk to Paul today, you know, or I was like, oh, I want to check in with these other girls and see how they're doing. But I wasn't really doing it for myself until it was like something clicked. And I was like, you know what? it's time for me to put myself first. And even though that sounds terrifying for someone that's never done it before, it is beautiful work. And, and you do, you give us the tools that we need, but it is absolutely us. And it was that intuition that was just like, Kersey, the universe is going to have your back. When you put yourself first and you invest in yourself, the universe has your back. The sun is coming up, are you ready to go? We can take a ride, we can take it slow, yo. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist, excited to welcome you on the road to self-love. Each week, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel, literally and figuratively, on the road to self-love. We're going to have very candid conversation about life, self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers. Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach, business mentor, and you do you activist. So honored and so excited that you are here today for the season one finale of The Road to Self-Love. I know I came up with it. We're, we're dropping into seasons here, and this is season one finale. Will The Road to Self-Love be renewed for a season two? You'll just have to stick around and see. So if this is your first time joining us on the road, well, good news, you've got plenty of episodes in the past to journey through. Uh, Better news is that you are listening to a human who is literally on the same journey as you. I am on the journey, the road to self-love, and right here and now, what I realized I needed more than anything is space. So, it's been 10 days since I signed off of Instagram. It's been 10 days since I decided to push the pause button on this show. And... I want to walk you through a few of the things that I've personally been struggling through with all of this. Now, this might sound strange, and I'm curious if you can relate. Have you ever, like, decided you're going to take a a break from something? And then, while you're taking the break, you're trying to fill your time up with other things that are maybe just as unproductive or... mm, Yeah, just unproductive as scrolling social. Then you start beating yourself up. Oh, I should be doing it this way. I should be doing it that way. Blah, 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 blah. Really, really interesting stuff, right? The shoulds come in. Now, if you haven't listened to my Self-Love and Seven episode all around should, the word that is not a cute look coming out of anyone's mouth or even living in anyone's mind... Should is a shame word. Now, the interesting thing about the word should is that we can place it in front of the things that we truly want to do and never do them and make it okay, right? Tried and true example, I should go to the gym. Okay, so when you say I should go to the gym, basically what you're saying is I'm not going to the gym. And if I don't go, it's okay. So just a little quick, quick switchity swap. What if instead of saying I should go to the gym, you said I will go to the gym? Well, now you're going. And if you don't go, you're definitely, definitely letting yourself down. So think about the things you really want to do in your life and decide, is that something I should do or is that something I will do? Big difference. And that's where I am right now. It's like, oh, there were so many days where I was like, I should just sign off of this but I didn't do it. And then in like the, the snap of the fingers, I decided I will, I will. And here has, is what has unfolded for me in the past 
10 days. And I can say this with really strong clarity. I wasn't put on this planet to teach you how to love yourself. I was put on this planet to love myself and therefore be the example for you to love your own self. I wasn't put on this planet to teach you how to start, run, and scale your, your own digital business. I was put on this planet to start, run, and scale my own and therefore inspire you to know that you can and you will do it when you give yourself the permission. I wasn't put on this planet to tell other people, oh, you do you and I'll do me. I was put on this planet to actively challenge myself when I'm silencing myself, when I'm saying, no, don't do that because what will they think? I was put on this planet to look in the mirror and own, own to my deepest core that me doing me, me pushing pause on the things that have lost their true why for me is the most powerful and impactful thing that I can do for the world. Now this intro is a little bit long and um, that's okay because I'm doing it for me and hopefully you're still along for the ride because something else came up for me and has really manifested over the past 10 days. If you listen to episode 19 of The Road to Self-Love, the episode that I have my dad join me on the show and we talk about when I came out and the falling apart that I had with my church that I was raised in, not because the church was unaccepting, but that the people in the church had created rules and restrictions around accepting me as a not heteronormative man. So I had these, this falling out and I ditched all of my spiritual beliefs. I ditched everything that I had learned about meditation and connecting with source, the universe, God, whomever you, you want to call it. And these past 10 days I've rediscovered and I've stopped connecting my pain of rejection to the joy of feeling present with the universe, source, God. And it's easily catapulted me into a new level of healing work that I'm capable of doing. And I'm really excited to share this episode with you um, with one of my current clients, Kersey Camille, because she speaks to the testament of what I was in denial about. That more than anything, what I am is a healer. It's really powerful for me to listen to the words that she shares about her life being changed. And also, I want you 
to put yourself in her shoes and see the music is playing because it really, really wants you to listen up. <laughs> this is what the universe does for us. Puts outside distractions so that we really, really have to tune in and stay focused on what is happening for us right now. So let me let me start over again. Music playing. We're not going to close the window. We're going to let it stay here. So you really have to get crystal clear with what these words that are coming out for you. You are listening to this for a reason. Put yourself in Kersey's shoes and see if you can relate to her story. There might be pieces that don't connect. If you can relate, ask yourself if allowing yourself the permission to receive support from someone like myself would be beneficial. Because what I know to be true is that I cannot serve you if you're not willing to be served. Ooh, it's just getting louder out there. So... If you listen to this episode and you are like, okay, I'm ready. This has pushed me over the edge. I can't suffer alone any longer. I'm going to make this really simple for you. You don't have to fill out an application. You don't have to do anything. Just go to your email, open it up. And send an email to hi, hi, at paulfishman.love. And just send me the words, I'm ready. That's it. That's all I need from you. And I will receive you and respond. And we'll, uh, we'll get you taken care of. So, isn't it interesting? The music stopped. Oh, like really, really, we, I, you, we can't, can't make this stuff up. Hi at paulfishman.love. Subject line, I'm ready. Two words. You don't even have to fill anything else in. I already know. I'm ready for you. I'm just waiting. The universe is waiting for you to receive the support that you've been craving. Notice the questions coming up in your head. Well, how long, what is this going to look, uh, uh, how, uh, how much is it? What, what, what am I going to, how am I going to do all these things? And I'm so scared. Notice all of those things. That is your brain, your ego, trying to keep you safe in your suffering. You know when you're ready. I know that you're ready. So with that being said, get ready to meet Kersey Camille and let's get buckled up and get ready because here we go. Well, welcome back to The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach, business mentor, and you do you activist. I am so excited because I am joined by Kersey Camille today. She is just a light if there was ever a light in this world, and I'm so grateful that you are joining us on the road. Thanks for, for being here. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Kersey, uh, you know what? I like to ask everyone who joins me on the road this question because for me, self-love is the devotion to your individuality. So who are you as an individual? How do you want to show up in the world? How do you want to be known? Yeah. So I am a mom. I feel like that is kind of a part of me that's never going to go away. <laughs> um, so I am a mom. Um, I'm a girlfriend, but most importantly, I'm also a spiritual worker, you could call me. Um, I'm an empath, and I just, I want people to know me as just a little light in their world. <laughs> mm, love that. Well, I know you as a big light in my world, because you are are definitely a big, big light in this world. Well, you are a big light in my world, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Kirstie and I met because she heard me on the Manifestation Babe podcast and immediately filled out an application to join my coaching program. And Kirstie, uh, 
I had you on the show today, not only because I think everyone needs to know who you are and what you do, but I also would love for you to shine some big, bright light on what your journey was like, how you came to deciding that hiring someone to support you and becoming the best version of yourself, loving yourself unconditionally, self-acceptance and self-confidence was like the thing you needed to do and, mm-hmm. and where you've, so where were you before oh, you signed up to work <laughs> oh, with me? That's, it's, I was thinking about this earlier um, before I came on the interview with you because I feel like right now I almost don't even recognize my old self or who I was back then because uh, I've had such a huge transformation in just my whole entire life and career and, um, you know, relationships and just my, with myself. So I was thinking about this earlier and, oh my gosh, I feel like I was in such a dark place before I met you. <laughs> um, but not like, mm. not like a bad dark place, I would say I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> just because it's such a beautiful um, transformation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before so yeah, I'm, um, I was listening to the Manifestation Bay podcast, because I was kind of going through, I would like to say like my first dark night of the soul because <laughs> you know you go through many of them <laughs> but I was going through my first one and your podcast with her popped up and it actually was like fate because I was listening from her very first podcast all the way through and this was the day that yours got released and I wasn't up to date yet and so I just kept I wasn't listening to any of her new ones but this one just automatically started playing so I was like okay I guess I'm gonna just listen to it today um, and you so what resonated with me and I just felt instantly connected to you and I was like he gets me and he doesn't even know me and so (laughs) it was it was really magical almost um but yeah I remember you were talking about self-love versus self-care and how I kept doing all of the self-care but I also wasn't happy when I was doing the self-care so like for instance you talked about with Catherine how if you don't really love yourself and you're doing self-care, how it's not beneficial for you. So like, for instance, you Mm. brought up like going to the spot and how you would get a massage, but instead of actually relaxing and enjoying the massage for yourself, how, you know, you have like 20 million things that are running through your house or your head that you could be doing instead of doing, you know, enjoying it. I should say not doing anything because you should just be enjoying it. Um, And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was in the corporate world at the time And I was at a really stressful corporate job. I was in the automobile um, industry and, oh, that was a wild ride. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so I just really felt resonated with you. And I signed up for our interview and I was like so nervous because I always feel like when you reach out to like influencers on Instagram, you don't always connect with them or, you know, it's kind of just like, oh, they're better than us. You know, they're, they're influencers. People look up to them. You know, they're almost better than we are and they're not like a normal human. So I was a little, I was actually really nervous <laughs> to message you on Instagram and you almost instantly replied. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, oh, okay. And then, and you're like, yes, I would love, you know, to get on the phone with you. Here's, you know, how to schedule it and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And so like, I was like, oh, this is so easy. And then I got on the phone with you. And I think that that's when I was just like, Oh my God, I'm so scared. I was like, I'm so scared. I almost didn't even answer the phone when you rang. You rang like three times and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I like did it and you were so bubbly. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, and it was just like, I felt like this connection with you, even though I had never actually like even met you before, even because I had just added you on Instagram that day that I messaged you. So that was only, I think three days prior before our um, actual phone call. So it was like, I didn't even really know who you were or what you were about. All I knew is that you preached self-love and I knew that I needed that. I knew that self-love was missing in my life, but I didn't actually even know what self-love meant or even looked like. So I was just a whole hot ball of mess when I got on that phone call with you. (laughs) Oh man, I, I, um, I remember that and you know this is an interesting thing that you bring up about like the the Instagram culture Mm -hmm. of having more followers means you're more important means you're more valuable and you're more put together and I think that time and time again this is proven that like everyone we're all just humans and yes Instagram has taken this this massive 
thing and placed like if you have all these followers you're a better person than someone else and and this is like an interesting thing that we get to unpack Mm -hmm. I'd love to to understand a little bit more about why like what was it that scared you so much about reaching out to someone who could potentially help you love yourself and and change your life <laughs> which I think everyone should know that I also cried that whole conversation that we had I think it's very important that I literally maybe mumbled like three words out of the whole thing um but I remember on the phone call I told you that I didn't even know what it meant to love myself <laughs> and like my whole life I'm like one of four kids so there wasn't my mom was a single mom so I didn't even really get to experience like putting myself first ever and it was always about other people which I'm totally okay with like I love helping other people and I love being there for other people but then like when people would be like oh Chrissy like what makes you happy and I'm like oh my family you know and I'm like but like what what do I like to do what do I want to do what what are my dreams I know what my boyfriend's dreams are you know I know what my dreams are for my kid but what are my dreams you know what do I I don't want to you know I didn't want to live the life I was living. It wasn't a bad life. And I don't want people to think that, you know, I had this horrible life I was living before I met you. (laughs) But I knew that it wasn't fulfilling. And I knew I wasn't happy. Mm. I, I let other people essentially control my life. I let them control my feelings. I let them control just everything. Oh, geez. (laughs) But, and so like, I knew that there was something missing. And like I said, I didn't really know that it was self-love. I didn't know that that was it. But when I was listening to the podcast, I guess it was like my first round with intuition. Cause I felt, I was like, I have to do this. Like I didn't have a choice almost, even though I was so scared to do it. And even when you sent me the contract and everything, I like stared at it. And I was like, Oh my God, I think I had it in my email for like three days <laughs> before I really did it because I was so scared. I didn't know what I was walking into. And like I said, I didn't know really what I was missing. So I was just like, yeah, like I want to love myself and I want, and I, like, I was looking more at it. Like, I want to love my body. You know, I want to look in the mirror and be like, you're gorgeous. And I love you like the way that you are, (laughs) which I do know. (laughs) I do every day, like every day I'll be driving. I'm like, oh my God, I love you, Kirstie. He's like, oh, you're so perfect. Just the way you are. And that wasn't something that I ever did before so it was it was just I knew something was missing I didn't know exactly what was missing but I knew that everything in my life was pointing me towards you in this program (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Mm. thank you for sharing that I mean I think that that's just so beautiful and that will speak so powerfully to so many Mm -hmm women and humans and moms you know that it's really easy to get lost in everyone else's life and and can you kind of like expand on what happened because i remember the resistance that you had to signing the contract to making the payment to all that kind of stuff like i was just like oh she's done you know like i i hadn't heard from you in like a week and can you can you explain what you were going through and then what it felt like to actually sign the contract, make the payment and and do the thing? Yeah. So I also was really hesitant to even do the program. So I don't, I'm sure you remember, I would show up to all the live calls, but I wasn't doing the actual program because I was so Mm -hmm. just scared about what it was going to reveal and I actually like hate crying even though I do it a lot I hate doing it so I was really scared to be vulnerable I was so scared Mm. to open up this part of me that I didn't know what was going to be uncovered and to me that was really scary because I felt like I had spent 25 years of my whole life you know burying certain things of me and I was trying to show people other sides of me and I was really scared that this program, and this might sound weird, but I was really scared that this program was going to make me like show up as my authentic self. And I was scared as what people would think of that person or who I am mm-hmm. like right now. I was so scared that people were gonna judge me. They were going to look at me differently. I was scared that people were gonna be like, why does she need a self-love coach? You know, this is, it goes back to 
when I had to get on antidepressant medication. And I was so scared to do that because once again, I didn't want people to look at me differently because I was getting on medication. So it was this, I had built this image for myself that I was this high powered woman. I was super successful in the industry that I was working in. You know, people wanted to be me. I wanted to be me. And then doing this work, I was like, I don't really want to be that person. And now everyone's going to see that I don't really want to be that person. And instead that I wanted to be cursy. And so to me, that was just terrifying. I was so scared of it. And I knew that if I was going to do the work that I was going to have to show up as cursy. And it, but it was like, once I started doing that, all of these shifts started happening in my life. Like my relationship with my boyfriend right now is probably the best relationship I've ever had in my entire life. I can show up better for my son even. Like I was like, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, you know? I'm a mom and now I even have like this stepdaughter, you know, like I'm a mom, I love being a mom, I'm gonna be a mom forever, you know? And, and then I was like, oh, now I'm a mom, you know? Like now I can show up for my son and I can show up to him and I feel like, now is more authentically showing up for people instead of mm. this fake image that I had, like this fake mom image, this fake girlfriend image, this fake success, like successful career woman that I all had. And then now I'm like, no, I am successful. You know, I am a loving girlfriend. I am a loving mom. I love my son. I love my life. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is also just like the conversation went on the phone the first time. <laughs> just cried the whole time <laughs> yeah so something you said that first of all i'm just so touched by your vulnerability i'm touched by your pure raw emotion that you're willing to share with so many people who are probably on the other side listening to this being like wow I can relate and I want to love myself I want to do this so what actually happened so when you said yes to the course and what was your does your fear come true that when you showed up as your authentic self people were gonna say things no I swear people love me more <laughs> it's like it's weird um because it's like one like the well one of like the biggest things I learned from you was boundaries and I mean, all of our calls, all of our live calls too, for like, I want to say like the first four weeks even was just me setting boundaries with people because like many moms, I feel like we think that boundaries are selfish. You know, we think that if I put this boundary up with like, even my son, like I'm not a real mom or I'm not being the best mom that I can be because I'm putting these boundaries up. And now I'm like, no, I'm, I'm creating boundaries and I'm also showing my son how to create boundaries. I'm showing him that it's okay to say no to people when it doesn't fulfill you, you know? And so I, and I like that part about it because now I can be like, Kaiden, if you don't want to do that, don't do it. You know, I'm like, you don't have to do it, even though he's like six and he does have to do some things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> but it, it just makes me feel like, I don't even know the word for it, <laughs> but it, it was just that very first breakthrough that I had with you was my boundaries. And it was like, once I made that breakthrough with you, all my other breakthroughs almost just like started instantly happening. And I, but I also had to do a lot of shadow work, which, you know, I had to do a mm. lot of inner work, which you made me do. So one of the things that I really, really resonated with in the course was you had us write a letter <laughs> and I, and I still have this letter to this day because I loved it. And I was bawling, of course, you know, as I'm writing this letter. So there's like some watermarks on it and stuff. Um, but yeah, and it was like, I really got to kind of forgive myself for who I used to be. And I really got to mm. kind of put her to rest <laughs> mm. and let her know that I was in survival mode, you know, and everything that I was doing was based on surviving and I wasn't living and I was just doing things to survive. I was working this job so I could make a lot of money to send my, you know, put, give my son the life that I never had. And it was just like, I was doing all these things just to survive. And it's like now, and I, and I wrote the letter and I thanked her for all that she did and you know and i was like i love you so much and you know one day you're gonna love yourself because i know that you know in that moment you didn't love yourself and 
there's a lot of things that I did too in my past that, you know, I wasn't proud of and I was really ashamed of and that I would look at and be like, oh my God, if my son ever found out that I did that, like, what would he think of me, you know? And so it was like, once I wrote that letter, I was able to one, not only forgive myself, but also accept it. You know, I accept it as that I was surviving and I was doing things that I had or that I thought that I had to do in order to survive life. <laughs> and it was like, once I signed that and I was like, you know, love you, Kirstie. I was like, oh. like, I'm, I'm like done with that. You know, that's those things that I did. They're not who I am and they don't, they don't stand for who I am and they don't stand for who I am right now. And so it was just mm -hmm. oh, that like so resonant and it's like now that I have my own clients are going to be writing that letter you know because I'm like that was like the biggest breakthrough I had I was actually sitting on this bed that I'm on right now and I was like bawling and I was like oh my god yeah but it was that was like so magical to me because I was just really able to put it to rest and you know if mm -hmm. someone if I ever have that conversation with someone it's not it doesn't trigger me anymore it doesn't bring up hate I don't hate myself I love myself I love myself for what I did because now I understand why I did it versus back then mm. you know I was looking at it and like even being in the car industry I would battle with things like manipulating people into buying a car or you know something like that and I'm like you know that that's something that uh, like I would hold on to that because I was like that's not who I am I don't want to manipulate people I don't want to ever make someone do something that they don't want to do and and so that was something yeah. that I just held on to and then so it's like I was able to let go of it I was able to one resonate with it you know because I'm like okay this is why you did it I was able to break it down you know you were doing what you felt like you had to do in order to provide for your son in order to you know uh keep surviving and and so once I once I close out that it was like the biggest relief and just weight off of my shoulders that I was like that doesn't stand for who I am and it doesn't have to stand for who I am and so that was mm -hmm. beautiful but... mm. <laughs> I mean I'm feeling hopeful for 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 so many reasons mm -hmm. like the this you know it's interesting as I sit here and witness you talking about this work that you did for yourself it feels so good to know that you said yes to you. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people like to give me all the credit and, and that in itself is, is not the case. Like I might be the catalyst for you saying yes to you. Mm -hmm. I might have all of these assignments and be a leader for you. Mm -hmm. But if you hadn't decided to pull the trigger and make the payments and sign that up, then yeah. Yeah. There. So what would you say to the person who's hearing this and can totally relate to the fear of actually like doing the work? Like maybe it's uncomfortable to them to be like, I don't want to do that work. I don't want to look at my past. I don't want to look at all of those things that made me uncomfortable and embrace them. What would you say to, to that person? I was there. I was, I mean, I was there and there is another side, you know, there's a, there's a lighter side to that darkness. And I mean, I was terrified to do it and even like I said before I was showing up to the live calls but I wasn't showing up for myself I I was showing up because one I love you and so I was like oh I want to talk to Paul today you know or I was like oh I want to check in with these other girls and see how they're doing but I wasn't really doing it for myself until it was like something clicked and I was like you know what it's time for me to put myself first. And even though that sounds terrifying for someone that's never done it before, it is beautiful work. And, and you do, you give us the tools that we need, but it is absolutely us. And it was that intuition that was just like, Kersey, the universe is going to have your back. Once you start, when you, um, when you I can't even think of the word, it's in my head and I can't come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but when you put yourself first and you invest in yourself, there we go, invest. <laughs> when you invest in yourself, the universe has your back. Or, you know, God, the universe, they have your back. So, and that was something that I really had to resonate with is that, you know what, I'm going to do this work. And I know that at the end of this work, something beautiful is going to happen. And it was, it wasn't something, and I really just had to come to terms with it. 
and it really was in your your call it was after i had lost my job because that is very important that i did you know the universe had my back and i wasn't you know fulfilled and i wasn't aligned with that job and so when COVID hit i did i was the very first one to lose my job and that was really scary but we had that conversation on one of our live coaching and you were talking about yes this is a scary time but what is the silver lining to it like what what can we look at you know that yes there's a world pandemic going on right now but what is something that we can focus on ourselves and it was really that changed my life cuz i was like okay yeah like it does suck but i was really able to be like you know what like this whole life is done now like the universe provided for me and now you know i can say goodbye to that life and i can really step into my true self i can really step into who i want to be now and now there's no chains or ropes or anything that's holding me back i have the tools i have this coach that is going to support me no matter what decision i make you know whether i decide to be a coach or i decide to go back into the um you know car industry whatever i decide to do i know that my coach and I know that the universe is going to support me in that decision. And it was like, once I realized that I really just had that support and that it wasn't just myself, cause I always felt alone, you know, it, being a single mom, I was a single mom until I met Jeff. So, I mean, I was a single mom for a very long time and uh, kind of will be seven in November. And so it was always me, you know, I was always the one that was always supporting myself. I was always the one supporting my son, making sure that, you know, everything was okay. And it was like, Oh, I have a coach and I have, you know, this little cheerleader in my back pocket that is telling me that I'm amazing and I'm great and I'm good. And I have all of this potential and, and I'm like, and now I have like the universe that is supporting me as well too. And I have a boyfriend and I, it was just like, okay, okay. I can, and you really like gave me this confidence that I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do it. Kirstie. Like, yeah, this is scary and it's going to be hard, but you can do it. You can do it. Like, look at Paul, he's doing it. And, and you were very vulnerable too, when you were talking about you know, your battle with the church and everything like that. And, you know, and how you had to be vulnerable and, and look at other pe people's view, you know, and how, what they're projecting onto you is not an image of yourself. It's an image of what they are dealing with inside of themselves. And I was like, oh, that's true. You know? So I was like, and that was like another huge, like confidence growing for me too. Like even now, if someone, if I come across someone in the grocery store or something, they're like, <sighs> you know, you're like, Oh, you're like, you're having a bad day. I'm sorry. You know, like, I'm, Oh, I hope that you have a good day. You know? Cause I'm like, that's not me. Like I don't have a bad day right now, but that, you know, and, nor and like before I've been like, Oh my God, I had this person at the grocery store. They were so rude to me. And now my whole day is ruined. And now I'm like, Oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to help you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. It's, it's so interesting when we are able to take a big step back and understand that the everything that someone's saying to us is really just a projection of how they feel about themselves. Or moreover, like the ideas that people share with us are their ideas and their experiences. So like when you are asking someone for advice and they have a bias, either because like their friend or family, they know you, you, you aren't going to get that unfiltered guidance that you may be able to get from a coach. And also just realizing that you're on this journey and if you feel called to bring someone in, you've been praying for guidance, you feel like you've been doing it on your own for far too long and you need that support, like I'm there for you and there's someone out there ready to support you. And, and so I'd love to know because you went through the program and then, you know, there was that moment where you lost your job, right? And how because this is something that we struggle with a lot like the financial investment in in doing this kind of work and how how were you taking care of financially after you invested in this program like were there some little miracles that happened in your life oh, tons of miracles actually actually i was thinking about this and i was like blessed over and over and over and over again um to afford you 
I should say, because one, one, my boyfriend was like, it's okay. You know, he, he still had his job and he was like, it's okay. Like, just take time. I, you know, I'll pay all the bills and everything. We'll get through this. Right. So there was like that sense of it, but that was still really hard for me because when I lost my job, it was in March. So I had only been in your program for a little bit of time. So, um, I really hadn't come into like my full self. So this is why it's so important to finish the program (laughs) because I hadn't come fully into like who I am right now until like the last part of the program. So I was still like, meh, like, meh, like, I don't really want to accept your help. You know, I was kind of like still pushing it, but I really resonated with the fact that I'm doing this inner work for myself and I'm going to help people with this one day. And because of that, the universe is going to supply what I need. The universe is going to have my back. They're going to support me in this. And it was like time and time again, the, I mean, first I got my tax return, like right, um, like right away. And it was like two weeks into unemployment that I got my tax return. And then it was like, we got the stimulus check that came as well. Um, and it was just like all of these like miracles kept happening. So I was like, Oh, like right now I have enough to pay off the program, you know, like there's no reason that I shouldn't continue on. And it was like, once I, and even with, the master heart program. Cause, uh, you guys, Paul is amazing that I didn't just do one program with him. I'm in another program with him. <laughs> that I think it's uh, very important <laughs> that I couldn't stop. I just, I was like, I need more. I need you in my life. <laughs> um, but even I was extremely terrified to do the master heart program, especially since I am unemployed and I didn't have this um, residual income that was coming in. But like I said, I knew that the universe was going to have my back and the universe has like tenfold that like time and time again, that I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to do this work and I'm going to heal all of these wounds that I have. I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I know that when I do that, the money isn't even an issue. I was like, the money is just like a byproduct. Right. And I did it. And I, when I first got with you, I was in the process of trying to sell my house. We listed my house. It literally the first week I had four offers on it. And I mean, they were all at asking or above asking. And I just officially closed on it today. I, they got their keys today. So I am done. Wash my hands. And I had, or I made enough from that, that I get to pay off your programs. And I, and before, and which I think is really important because a year ago I tried to sell my house and it was listed for three months and I couldn't sell it for three months. And I was, it was listed at like a $50,000 decrease than what I sold it at. So, I mean, and it was like, I was going to have to pay $10,000 for someone to take my house. Like I was going to have to pay to get rid of it. And so I was just like, you know what? So what I did is I just put renters in there for a year. And then I would try to even sell it to my renters back in, um, March and April. And my renters, like they wanted it, but you know, they wanted this amazing deal and they didn't want to pay like retail for it and all of the stuff. And it just wasn't aligned. And I was still really scared. Cause I was like, Oh, like that's still a mortgage, you know, that I have essentially to be responsible for. I have Paul that I have to be responsible for, you know, and I have my phone and just like all these other things. And I was still like really scared. And I was like, you know what? And I just kept, the universe has my back. The universe has my back. The, I'm doing this work. There's no reason. Like what, what bad can come out of loving yourself? You know, like what bad can come out of healing these wounds that you've had your entire life? No, nothing bad can come out of that. Honestly, when you think about it, when you think about it, you're like, I'm going to be happy, like take away the money. I'm going to be happier. You know, I'm going to love myself more. Why wouldn't I do that? So I, I signed up with your second program that was terrifying for someone like me, you know, and the universe supplied just like I knew that she would. So, I mean, it was just like, I I knew that, and it's, this is something that you take, or you say a lot, actually, you're like, if you, like, when you talk about your confidence, if you could be more confident, like what, what's the worst that can come out of it, right? Like I stay where I'm at right now. I stay in the car industry, which I was making a good amount of money. It wasn't, you know, horrible. Like, okay, I stay in this, but 
what if I don't stay in that? Right? Like what, what if I get to be happy? What if I get to live my true self? Right. And so I just kept thinking of that. I was like, okay, so like the worst is going to be what I'm doing right now, which, you know, I have a beautiful house. I have a beautiful car. I have a beautiful boyfriend. I have a beautiful kids, you know, like I don't have this horrible life, but what if it could be better? What is that better? And that better, it was like instantly once I started loving myself, it was just like all of these miracles literally just started unfolding. My house sold right away. You know, I got all this money right away. I, you know, I'm in the process of buying a car right now, which is still weird to talk about. And I, and it's hard for me because I'm going to buy my first luxury car and I've never had, okay, first off, I, my Volkswagen was my first brand new car ever. And now I'm like test driving Audis and BMWs and Mercedes. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what the heck? Like, who am I? You know, but I'm like, no, I deserve this. <laughs> like, I want this, you know? And, and I know that if I want it and I deserve it and it's not doing anything bad to anyone else, you know, then the universe is going to supply that and they're always going to have your back. And so it was just like, I just, I knew that realization and it was just like everything else just followed through with it. So it was, it was, and I mean, it's still happening. Like miracles are still happening every day. I get to mark, mark off things off of my manifestation list every single day. So it's beautiful. Mm, I love what you said about like being more confident within yourself and knowing that like you are worthy of the things that you desire. And this is something that for whatever reason, we've been conditioned to believe it's not true. And, and I, and I love that you have really leaned into that because that's a, a big piece of my programming. It's just to, to own and acknowledge that you are worthy of what you desire. Like your desires happen for a reason. You know, I'm not the one to tell you why your desires are there, but they are there. So why wouldn't you feel that you could have them mm -hmm. and make them a thing. Yeah. And it's like this confidence that I gained from you too. It was like almost an overnight thing. Oh, well, okay. Not an overnight thing. Cause I, I, it was a lot of weeks, but it was like, I just woke up one day and I was like, damn, like I'm a bad bitch. You know, I was like, I, and it wasn't like, I'm a bad bitch. Like that you would always say with your friends, you know, like, Oh, the, you know, there's my best friend. She's a no, you're like, I am amazing. Like I am smart. I'm intelligent. I'm gorgeous. I have a caring heart. Like I am so like, I mean, driving, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm a great driver. Like I'm so confident in myself that it's insane. Cause I've never felt this before, but I like, I feel grounded in who I am right now. I love who I am right now. I know that I'm going to continue to do work to continue to better myself. But it was like, I literally woke up one day and I was just like, wow. Like it was like, this world is like a brighter place, you know? And I like, I swear, like, I'll think about, I was like, gosh, like I live in Washington, you know? So like things are always so gloomy, but now it's gloomy outside right now. And I'm like smiling and I'm happy and I love it. I love being in Washington. I love the green, you know? And it's like, I can look at the brighter side of things now. instead of being like, oh, it was raining five minutes ago. You know, I'm like, no, I have this beautiful garden outside because it was raining, you know? Like, I love that. And so it was, it was this amazing, like, I like with my boundaries and things like that, I'm more confident to talk to like my boyfriend about how I'm feeling. And now our relationship is better than ever. Cause he's like, well, why? Like, you know, he used to do this thing and it was, and he would be like, you always have this attitude. And I like, and I was like, I don't have an attitude. And I was like, listen, and I had to sit him down. I was like, I've been doing this inner work dude. And I don't have an attitude anymore because I make sure that I don't have an attitude. I was like, so don't say that, I, you know, and I really had to like explain this to him. And I'm like, I'm not doing this inner work for no reason, but you know, like I don't have an attitude and I had to like explain it to him. And I could have never had that conversation before. Like I would have been like, Oh, okay. I have an attitude. I'm sorry. Like, Ooh, what do I got to do? You know, like, Ooh, what, what can I do to make your life easier or better? And I'm like, no, I don't have an attitude. And he was like, Oh, and then it was just something that he was just automatically programmed to say, you know? So it was like, once I was, and he was like, Oh, well, I'm really sorry. He's like, I didn't know that that was like almost a trigger for me, you know? Cause I'm like, come on. Like I am happy. You know, I don't have an attitude right now. And so it was just like, I feel like even with my mom, who is like, to me, my mom is like this high 
goddess, you know, like no one could touch my mom. And now I'm like, mom, I'm a high goddess too, right next to you. You know, like mom, I'm not below you. I'm beside you. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. It has been, it's just like one of the best things. And even though you tell people like not to give you credit, you did give me all of these tools and the support that I've never had before. And I mean, like I have a really amazing doctor and I have a therapist and my mom's a therapist, you know, and, and so I came from a mental mindfulness place, you know, like I, and, but it was like, once I had that support from you and it was like, you kept hammering in this confidence and I was like confidence confidence go you know I was like yes Paul said I need confidence what is caught you know and I would like break it down like what does confidence mean for me like what does it look like for me and I was like I am confident you know like this is me I'm confident and so it was it was I do have to give you that because you did give me the tools and you did you know instill this little seed that was like you're confident you are beautiful you know and, and I was like yeah I am and I am beautiful so, yeah, <laughs> you are all of those things. So tell me what what would you say to the Kersey who was struggling like pre the self-love and confidence work that you did with me? What would you say to her right now? Ah, that poor girl. <laughs> I like I feel like bad for her because, you know, like I said, I was just trying to survive. So it wasn't like I was happy, you know, and I feel like I would set her down and I would have this one-on-one -on -one heartfelt conversation with her, letting her know that it's okay. Like first off, everything that she's going through is okay. You know, where she is at right now is okay. You know, she is seen, she's loved, she's heard, but there's so much more out there for her, you know? I want her to know that she's not stuck, that her current reality is not the reality that she needs, you know, that there's another reality out there for her. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's vibrant. It's happy. It's exciting. You get to wake up every single day with more energy. You get to wake up happy for your life, you know, before I understand that, you know, that Kersey then was battling depression and she was battling anxiety and you know, she didn't know why she was battling those, you know, when you, like I said, you looked at my life, I had a pretty decent life, but now after going through the program and everything, I'm able to look at where that anxiety was coming from. I was able to look at where that depression was coming from, which is really hard for someone that is in that moment to look at, you know, you're in this very closed off box, you know, you only have these four walls. That's it. There's no, nothing else. You know, you can't look at the future. And now I'm like, your future is so beautiful. It's so vibrant. You know, you can literally do and have anything you want in this world. Nothing has to hold you back anymore. And, and the confidence that you're going to have is beautiful. And, you know, just freaking ditch that old life. Like just ditch it, get rid of it. You don't need it. It's not fulfilling. It's not an alignment. It doesn't, it's not who you are. It's not who you want to be. Why, you know, why do you want to stay in this world? Why do you want to stay in this reality? I would, I would drag her butt out of there <laughs> so quick. Oh, so quick. <laughs> That's kind of what you did. You dragged your own self and, and now you're here and you have so much to celebrate. So you did my academy and then you decided to hire me again, keep working with me to do my business coaching intensive. And so now what's next? Like what, what are you working on right now? What are you excited about? Oh, I... I'm excited for current, my current reality. I'm excited for my future. I have so many plans and goals that one I'm smashing every single day and that I have, you know, it's so much fun to sit down and be like, what do I want to do next? You know, what, what's my next future goal, right? So yes, I am going through your business mentoring right now, which is amazing. Probably one of the best things I've done next to the other program that I did with you. I'm so excited. <laughs> but um, yeah, so now I am fully coming into this person that I knew that I wanted to be, which is a leader and a mentor myself. Um, and now I am a mindset and manifestation coach. So now I get to help all of those little curses that I once was evolve and now come into her own of who she wants to be and who she wants to, you know, help herself. So I'm, I'm really excited 
for my current reality and for my next shift. But I think that that is also super important that I've never, ever, ever have ever up leveled ever in my whole entire life. Like I've up leveled with you by my side. I want to say by my side because you are my little cheerleader in my pocket that I get to carry around with me everywhere I go. Um, but yeah, like these up levels that I'm experiencing are out of this world and the breakthroughs that I'm having. And it's like, I, I have, or I used to have a really horrible relationship with my biological father. And I used to think that it was a lot of my fault. And then it was also that forgiveness letter that I wrote with you, um, that I was able to forgive him for everything that he did. And I was able to realize that it wasn't me either. So now I'm like, huh, like, all of these things I had that were just holding me back are just like my chains have been broken. They're, they're gone now. And now I get to help all of these women that are, are dealing with the same things that I was dealing with. And so it's like a full circle, beautiful, beautiful full mm. circle that I love. <laughs> mm, this is so beautiful. So uh, I just have a couple of more questions for you. I, I would love to know what does self-love mean to you? I love myself. Like it, to me, it's so simple now. Like before I used to think it was like this paragraph or, you know, this chapter book of what self-love is. And no, I love myself. Like that is what it means is that when I talk about myself, I talk about her as a beautiful, as the beautiful woman that I am. I don't talk poorly about myself. I check in with myself all the time. Like I said, I'll be driving down the street and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't told you I loved you today. I'm so sorry. Like, I love you so much. You're beautiful. Like, yeah, I do it all the time that I'm sure that people are like driving next to me. are like, she's a little weird, but you know, I'm like, no, I love me. And, and it is, it's, I am, I am cursy, you know, I, the, I am who I am. And if you don't like that, then okay. Like, that's cool. You don't belong in my reality then, you know, and it, self-love is beautiful. And it is just, it is, it's, I love myself. I love myself a thousand percent. There's nothing about myself that I don't love. I understand why I did things. And I love that about me. I love that I was in survival mode, that I had to do things to survive, you know, and I saw that and I, you know, and I took the actions that I thought I needed to do. And I'm proud of myself for doing that. And I love myself right now. And I will love myself tomorrow and I'll love myself in five years. Yeah. Self-love is a beautiful thing that and I feel like people try to complicate it, <laughs> but it's not, it's not complicated. It's literally just loving yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I always tell all the people I interview that no one answers the, the question the same. And no one's actually said that ever. That's just like self-love is loving yourself. Like that, that it's as easy as that. So, um, if people are really resonating with you say, if they want to like witness you in all of your glory, like how can people find you? How can they connect with you? Yeah. So I am starting my business now with the help of Paul, you guys. So, um, you can find me on Instagram at, um, it, my handle is Kersey Camille. So it's K I R S E Y Camille. And I'm also on Facebook as Kersey Camille too. And soon with the help of Paul, I'll be posting my first podcast, which I am so excited about because I personally love showing up authentically for my followers. And to me, authentically is who I am right now, crying my eyes out, no makeup on, my hair's a mess because I just got out of the shower. And so to me, podcast is going to be great because <laughs> I can do that even more. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will have a podcast that will be launching soon. And that is um, the Mindset Babe podcast. So I'm so excited. I just can't wait to help women all over the world shift their current mindsets and also help them manifest because that is so much fun. <laughs> yes, this is beautiful. Well, Kersey, thank you so much for joining me on the road and being so vulnerable and sharing like all of the things that you did with my support. You know, I'm over here working on receiving all of the good Receive vibes. It. And the, I'm sending and, it out. Yeah. I'm sending it out. I'm sending mm. it to you, all of your viewers. It is, it was a is it is and it was a beautiful program and I'm so excited for all of the girls that you're going to help because I know that they're scared because I was terrified as well too but the outcome is beautiful and I know that they're going to be so happy after I know that they're going to feel free oh 
I'm so excited for all of your listeners right now that sign up with you because it is a beautiful, beautiful transition that they're going to experience. Mm, mm. Well, Kirstie, thank you so much for joining me. Everyone, make sure to go follow her on Instagram. Make sure to send her a DM if this resonated with you. If you have any questions about working with me, I'm sure she would answer them. I'm here to answer them as well, at Paul Fishman. And thank you so much for being here, Kirstie. Thank you so much for having me, Paul. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see you next time on the road to self-love. Bye. Okay, self-lovers, thank you so much for joining me on the season one finale of The Road to Self-Love. It has been a joy and a pleasure being on the road with you for over a year. And at this very moment, I think and feel that I will be back. Stay tuned. If you feel called, you know what to do. Hi at paulfishman.love. Send the email. I'm ready. My arms are already wide open to receive you. Remember, you are worth it. You deserve it. And you are not alone. I'll talk to you soon.